Welcome back to the Real Life Moms podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Foster, and I couldn't be more excited to have you here with us today. Each week, we bring you inspiring moms that share their journeys along with their valuable resources and strategies to help us find our passions, overcome obstacles, and create the life we truly desire. Just like many of you, I once felt stuck and unsure of what I wanted or needed, but I made a decision to invest in myself. And let me tell you, it changed my life. Not only am I a proud mom of two teenagers and the host of this podcast, but I even opened my own business. And now I'm living the life that aligns with my passion and purpose. And I want you to be able to do the same. So if you're ready to join me on this journey, let's dive into this week's episode and start creating the life that you desire. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today for this solo episode. First of all, I wanted just to announce that this is my 100th episode. So in the spirit of listening to you, I wanted to take the time today to answer one question that I get so often, and that is, where do you find the time? I get messages flooding my inbox all the time about questions of how to balance work, life, kids, and oh my God, if you actually wanted to have a little fun. Listen, I want you to know that I feel just like you, just juggling my own practice, this podcast, family time, and time for myself to do the things I truly love. But I also have a few secrets that I really do want to share with you. So in this episode, I wanted to knock out four of my favorite strategies that I love when it comes to managing my time. The first one is called block time. Literally, Look at your day, look at your week, and set up blocks of time for the things you really need and want to get done. And here's the kicker. Do only those things during that time. So for example, on my schedule, I block out an hour of self-time every day. It's from 5.15 to 6.15 a.m. Yes, I am an early person. If you've been listening, you probably know this about me, and that might not be for you. This could be time in the evening, time in the afternoon. But for me, it's in the morning. And this is my self-time where I get up, I go for my walk, I listen to a good book, a podcast while I'm walking, I get off the treadmill, I meditate, I have a nice quiet cup of coffee that's still hot by the way, because this is what I personally need to start my day. I need to start it on the right foot before the chaos begins and everyone is needing me and pulling me in all different directions. I need to feel grounded. I need to feel like I gave myself a gift and I need to fill my bucket before anyone starts taking out from my bucket. So I make sure that everyone is also aware of this time that I will be in my block time until 6.15. Now here's the kicker. Honestly, people are still sleeping in my house. So that helps a lot and that works for me. But by the time I come up from my basement and my walk, the chaos will start you know, but I'm ready to handle it. I know that this is not my time. I know that this is time now for others. This is my time to help people get ready to get out that door, start their day, be there for them. But I've already given myself my time, so I feel fine about it. I feel good about it. I also block off lots of times during the day, so I might also block off time for my social media or for my emails. I don't like to be sucked in to those things 24-7. I feel like I can get on social media and I can scroll and scroll and scroll and I can answer emails and be there for like hours. You know, it's like I look up from my phone or my computer and two hours are gone. 
So what I like to do is I also like to block time for those events. 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at night, and then I don't do it in between. I know that those times, those emails that are really important will be answered. I know those people on social media that need me, I will get to because I'm going to block off that time in 20 minutes, but I'm not going to let it suck up my whole day and my energy and take away from other things that I need to be doing. I also love to block time off for my podcasting. Podcasting is fun for me. I enjoy it. It actually fills me. I love meeting people. I love connecting with all of you. But I also have a full-time job, I have a family, and I have a lot of other obligations. So I block off time. I have times that I am recording, I have times where I'm editing, and I have times where I make my social media posts. Yes, I do everything myself. If people are wondering and if you have any questions on podcasting, I am always willing to help others get started. So I encourage you to look at your schedule and see what you need for your focus time and put it on your calendar. Look at your daily schedule, but also look at your weekly schedule. Not everything needs to be put into one day. I might have block times for certain days and different block times for other days. I love blocking my time. Blocking time also prevents me from my mind just wandering. So if I block off time to meditate, I'm not worried about, oh my God, how am I going to get this done? How am I going to get that done? Oh, I have to write this email. I have to do this. No, because... I have blocked those times out in my schedule so I know I already have made the time I need for that. And now I can be in the moment of my meditation because I know those things will be handled later. So this brings me to my number two. Number two is being in the moment. I know we say this all the time, but the way we can enjoy our time is giving our full attention to where you are in the moment. So the way I practice being in the moment is that I set the intention for that moment. So as I wake up and I'm headed down to my treadmill to take my walk during my block time, I'm also setting that intention that I'm simply going to enjoy this walk, my body is going to enjoy movement, I am going to clear my mind for that day, and I'm just going to enjoy listening to whatever I chose to listen to that morning. And that's it. That's my moment. I set that intention. I'm in that moment. And then I transition. I have to get ready to work. So as I transition to going to work, I set another intention. As I walk into my office, I remind myself how much I enjoy my office. The patients that I'm going to see that day, I think of them and I'm like, oh my God, I love working with such and such clients. I love the feel of my practice. I love the people I work with around in my office space. I remind myself of that and I set that intention. And then as I close the door to my office and head on home and transition back to my family, before I walk in the door, I set another intention. I say, great, I'm excited to see my children. I can't wait to hear their stories. I almost remind myself what it is I'm doing in that moment so that I'm not all scattered around thinking about other things and other places to be because then we're not enjoying where we are. So that also brings me to the next thing. Number three is prioritize. I know I am a huge list maker. I love making a list. I love crossing off from the list. Oh my God, that feels so good. I'm sure there's a lot of you out there, but take a pause When you make your list for all those list makers, look at your list. There are things on that list that, eh, 
eh, they're not a priority. So prioritize. And when I say prioritize, it's not just the things that you have to. It's not just the fires you need to put out. It's not just the work you need to get done. It's also the things that are for you, that are going to fill you, to feel you for your day. So there's some non-negotiables on that list. So look at it. Prioritize those. Block those times out. Because I tell you, those dishes that you just had for dinner, you know what? Nothing really is going to change if they're still there the next morning. And yes, mine have been there the next morning. If you can't vacuum that floor, guess what? It's going to get dirty the next day. I mean, I have dogs. Mine is dirty all the time. Is someone even going to notice if I vacuum? Probably not. So I'm not saying you don't have to do these things. Yes, you do. Of course. But look at your week. If you are at your limit for that day, that can be moved to another day. And if you didn't vacuum for the week or you didn't do your dishes for the week, that's not going to happen. But if you didn't, let's face facts, it becomes a priority at some point and you will get them done. So prioritize, look at everything, see what is important for that day, see what's not negotiable that you need to make sure you're doing, and then set it in your block times, and then move forward. And lastly, this is a real big secret. Find the quiet spaces. I love finding the quiet spaces. Those are the little moments that are in our everyday that we don't even consider as precious time. So for me, it might be when I pick up my child from school. I get there about five to 15 minutes early sometimes, depending on traffic. I can meditate. I can call a friend. I can do breath work. I could take a walk. I could just sit in the car and do nothing. That is quiet space. I may also have five to 10 minutes between my clients. I love this is new for me. I just discovered it. And it actually came through a client of mine who was talking about how she created this little quiet space. And I love it. And basically between my clients, I realized that my job now is a little sedentary. I'm sitting down a lot. I'm not as mobile. And that's not great for my body. So in between clients, what I do is now I do a yoga pose. I do balance exercises. I might do squats. I do wall push-ups. And I do three sets of 10. And then the next client comes in and I do it after that client. And guess what? After the day is done, I have done a lot of those things in my quiet time that typically I'm just sitting there, honestly, scrolling on social media or looking at emails. Just time wasters. For moms of young kids, this could be seen in like nap times for your kids. Those are quiet spaces. It might be while your child's playing quietly on the floor. All of a sudden they're playing with blocks or Legos and it's quiet. Take note of those times. You can do something. Take five deep breaths read something, read a book. There are so many times that you can do this. So what I'm saying is these times show up, grab one and see what you can do. Be creative with it. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. If you want to learn more about time management, click on the link in the show notes for my free tip sheet on time management for moms. And remember, time is one thing that you cannot replace. So let's make sure we appreciate every moment.